Hi, this is Emily the Songbird, also known as the Menopause Mermaid. I've been going on a health journey. I joined a um, the Beachbody coaching community. And so now I am, have become a health and fitness coach online in addition to doing music. And, um, and today I'm so excited because I am going to be interviewing my partner in love and life, Miguel Trujillo, about his health journey, that transformational health journey. And um, Miguel has, um, he went through a process where he lost uh, 60 pounds? 60 pounds. 60 pounds. So Miguel, my love, I am so happy to have you here. I've been wanting you to tell this story. And so this is an opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm really happy to be here, love. And uh, to be interviewed by you is a one-of-a-kind experience. <laughs> so happy. To, uh, and happy to talk about my, ex- my experience and adventure in well, health. Well, yeah, let's do this. Um, so you, your journey, you struggled with anxiety, health anxiety in particular, yes? That's right, yeah. For many years, for 17 years, I struggled with anxiety and anxiety with panic attacks. And uh, that also culminated into a period of depression as well, which uh, came along with some weight gain, some significant weight gain. At one time, I weighed 210 pounds. That is incredible because anybody looking at you, and we're, we're going to have to post some pictures of this, anybody looking at you, I mean, I would never imagine because when I met you, you were, what, 130? I was about 135 pounds. 135 yeah. pounds. I mean, you weighed almost less than I did. Yeah. Now I weigh more. I weigh about 145 pounds, but I am well with that, well within the bounds of normal weight. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it's it's just amazing. So, what what triggered how how did this anxiety did you have it from the very beginning or what triggered this this anxiety, this health anxiety? Well, uh it started a long time ago, probably when I was maybe 24 years old, and it just showed up one time. And it, uh I, right now I recognize it as just uh, the culmination of a lot of poor thinking habits. Oh, interesting. So the thinking habits led to that anxiety? That's right. You know, it's interesting how it also kind of snowballed. You know, there were the thinking habits created, uh, those thoughts created feelings, and those feelings created behaviors. And then those behaviors created different thoughts, which created more feelings, which created more behaviors. It was just a spiral uh, where... uh, uh, I was losing a quality of life over a period almost two decades. That's amazing. And so then, what did you try to to try to to transform it? I mean, what? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I uh, would go from diet to diet, uh, from raw food to paleo to keto to low carb to veganism. Uh, I did a whole lot of things, and so it was definitely a journey, and I essentially had to dismantle my thoughts, feelings, and behaviors piece by piece, um, 
and I eventually did ended up doing it successfully uh, to where so that I ended up where I am today and so and you have a real passion with psychology right so you were reading a lot of psychology books was there anyone in particular that really helped you or was there any sort of aha moment that started your journey and I know you said that it was really slow that it was a slow journey so how did that begin to shift yeah I'm afraid it wasn't a slow journey it wasn't a fast journey Uh, it was it was very slow Uh, I didn't quite know what I was doing and uh, it was sort of this two steps forward, one step back type thing. And uh, no, I can't really put my finger on any particular piece of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had to sort of work through all the alternatives. Uh, and then also, you know, it, it was very much an internal journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to say that now I've um, um, maintained my weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years Mm -hmm. uh, and also I don't use any particular kind of method for weight loss other than my own uh, moderation in eating Mm -hmm. so uh, Mm -hmm. but initially uh, what was the most effective for me and and this was for myself to lose weight was uh, calorie counting and there's all through Beachbody there there is that's one of the things that we learned to do and I'd never done that before so I'm just beginning I figured out my calories and then what's really nice is they help to help you discover like um, the categories like how many vegetable they have these cups these portion cups how many vegetable cups how many protein and carb cups and that kind of thing and so that you can actually get an understanding of how much you're consuming of each of those a day that's right yeah i think those are very valuable tools and I also want to say that I'm also aware that a lot of people have a lot of different methods that they use to lose weight successfully. And, you know, whatever works for you, uh, you know, whoever is in the audience, uh, that that's fantastic. Well, yeah, I mean, that's great. But there are a lot of people that don't know how to do it. I mean, that's why part of the reason that I'm interviewing you, besides that I love you. Um, but, I mean, to me, that's just amazing because I... Go, I fluctuate a few pounds here and there and I you know have some belly fat that I'm wanting to to lose or transform or tone up or whatever you want to say but um, but I've never had I, I was overweight in college about 15 pounds and I do I have struggled with sugar addiction and you know eating carbohydrates and chocolate in particular is a big one for me but I I have never, gone through that particular journey of losing that much weight i've always had a fascination with people who've done it and i've always been really impressed but um yeah and i think there are many ways to do it but i don't think that without help i don't think very many people are as successful as you have been would you Mm -hmm. tend to agree yeah i would agree yeah it takes a lot of uh learning and uh you know, I did a lot of self-teaching uh, with with nutritional information, and uh, and that is a real challenge in and of itself because quite a lot of it is contradictory. Yes, and it's, and it's easy to get confused, and uh, I'm not I'm not also I don't want to say necessarily that I have the uh, the full knowledge about nutrition because I think there's still a lot to know about it. There's a, still a lot we don't know, but. Um, 
I don't know, it really was a journey and it was an internal one. Although what I can do, what I can say is that uh, one thing I did appreciate uh, that was really a turning point for me was um, as I was changing behaviors, one behavior that seemed to be really helpful was exercise. Mm -hmm. I found that exercise helped me um, when it came to uh, the feelings that I was having Mm -hmm. about my body. It helped me develop more confidence. Exercise also helped me uh, keep off the weight once I I lost it. And uh, exercise was just uh, really helpful for me and my recovery. You, I remember you talking about that you did not exercise though until you had lost the weight. Is that correct? Yeah, that you, that's correct. So you were focused first on which, which I think is is a really interesting, kind of surprising outcome. But you said you were anxious about you were still anxious about even moving. Is that right? That's true. That's right. Yeah, with anxiety. I was very reluctant to um, work out, mainly because I was afraid of a lot of my uh, physiological responses uh, to working out. Uh, anytime I had a, any kind of physiological activation, like a rapid heartbeat or rapid breathing or sweating or even like uh, uh, muscle soreness, I exaggerated the severity of uh, that uh, That and uh, ended up trying my best to avoid behaviors that involved um, activity. There was also another thing. I know that I was so big that exercise was just really uncomfortable. I didn't enjoy doing it. It was not fun. And uh, what I did find, like you mentioned, is that once I lost the weight, exercise became a lot more pleasant pleasurable and I could I could keep the habit going but interestingly I had to lose the weight first and that's how calorie counting came into the picture that's interesting and I think with with Beachbody they do the exercise with the nutrition I mean they're programs that bring them both in which to me now you know to me seems like a really good combination although you have to be conscious when you're so overweight so you don't injure yourself that's right i agree yeah the combination of diet and exercise together is an unbeatable combination yeah you had um visited the emergency room how many times with your anxiety (laughs) Well, I don't know how many times. (laughs) I had anxiety over a period of 17 years. And uh, it was pretty severe at some point. Uh, And uh, so, yes, I've been to, I've called 911 a number of times. And they told you the same thing, pretty much, right? Like there Uh was nothing wrong with you that they could detect? That's right, yeah. I've uh, had all sorts of tests done <laughs> uh by doctors and I've spoken to them and over the over the you know past 20 years or so and uh, thankfully they all reassured me that I was perfectly healthy and that um and many of them caught on very quickly that you know that I might have been having an anxiety reaction and uh I appreciated all that feedback and in fact I felt really um relieved when I heard it in fact uh Anyway, anyway, I, I appreciate the medical system for being there when I needed them, when I called them for that reassurance. You also had diabetes, is that right? 
That's right. When I was when I was at my heaviest, um, I was diagnosed with diabetes. I had a uh, blood sugar uh, concentration of like three hundred milligrams per deciliter at one time, and uh, it wasn't necessarily going down. It only went down after my doctor prescribed uh, metformin and uh, um, some other things. Um, uh, eventually, though. After I remember this was type two diabetes, mm-hmm. so uh, after I really started to get my activities in shape, and uh, I lost the weight, and I fa- and I and in fact I s- s- had us, I really lost the weight, and uh, my doctor thought that it uh, wasn't necessary for me to be on medication anymore. He took me off. Uh, a statin that I was on, blood pressure medication I was on, and the metformin I was on. So he took me off all my medications. Uh, once uh, we had a really good track record of uh, me being uh, and maintaining normal health. How did you transform those habits? How did you begin and then commit yourself to that when you were still anxious? Yeah. Well, a big motivation was just how terribly I felt. I, my thoughts and my feelings were, were really strong motivators. I was uh, just not happy. I was not happy in my body. And so I, uh, I did everything that I could. I read as many books as I could. I went to special practitioners who had certain methods uh, that they that they felt were might be helpful and I just went all out I went to therapists and psychiatrists and uh, took medications and anyway I was highly motivated to make a change because um, I was suffering so much Wow that's really powerful what would you say to somebody who is listening now who was in the position that you were? Yeah. Well, the first thing uh, is that I would have a lot of empathy for that person, that person's plight. I've been there before, and I can relate. And um, and uh, I know how challenging it is to be in that condition. And uh, so what would I say? Um, Not to lose hope, not to lose hope, which is so easy to do. Uh, I would ask them to remain optimistic about the possibility of regaining health. Um, I'd suggest to them that, um, you know, mental disorders, uh, many of them can be alleviated through uh, therapy or treatment. And the same is true for overweightness. Uh, uh, with, the, with the proper behaviors and uh, self-care, um, there is recovery. Recovery is possible. Beachbody has a really supportive community, what I've discovered uh, with that. There's a two B mindset group. And, um, and all the stories that I hear are incredible transformation stories of people who have really shifted and i think this is what's happening to me is is as we shift our 
bodies, we are shifting our minds and our thoughts. And so the limiting beliefs that we have um, are, uh, are changing, right? Mm-hmm. We're beginning to see the possibility of who we have truly come here to become, you know, uh, and I, I think a lot of times, I know for me, like at certain times when I weighed more, that there was a protectiveness there, you know, that there's a there's a protectiveness of um, your your essence, or in in musical terms, what I call your song, right? That you're protecting that part. And I know for you, when you had that anxiety, you were avoiding social situations, which you, as I, as we've had many conversations, are extremely comfortable in social situations. You come from a huge family and all that, but can you speak to that? Do you see any of that kind of hiding um, behavior and kind of protectiveness with the weight? You know, I think everyone is on their own journey and they use their own, uh, you know, their own methods to manage being overweight. For me, I I did use a lot of avoidance. Yeah. And uh, so I would avoid uh, exercising. I'd avoid going out. uh, And uh, so I spent a lot of time at home (laughs) in bed, uh, regrettably. And uh, but that was just that was all that I knew. Um, nowadays I'm aware of cognitive behavioral therapy and exposure therapy type techniques and methods that uh, can be helpful. Um, but, uh, yeah, for, for all those out there who are struggling, uh, all I can say is, uh, you know, reach out to others and continue to read and find resources around you. Yeah. And join the Beachbody community because it's a really... I know you're just getting familiar with it and you're getting exposure through me, but I think it's a really wonderful resource. There's support groups in there and encouragement and because that's what you need. You need to not feel isolated. I think that's the thing is, and and I know like when I was younger that I would always sneak my sweets. Like I didn't want people to see me. I even remember when I was little that I would steal yes steal money from my mom's little um what are those um what are they you know the little it was a little ceramic thing that was cracked and it had coins in there you know and I would steal that money and I would go down to the shops and I would buy a candy bar and then I'd come back and I would hide and I would eat my candy bar right so the whole secretiveness of it I think it's it's like addictive behavior right is that this is really fed through addiction and anxiety and addiction seem to to feed off of each other would you agree with that absolutely we live in an especially challenging food environment right now we have foods that are created by food scientists very talented that make the foods that we eat that we eat extremely palatable and you know it's no surprise that this food is as uh, as addictive as it is and uh, and this is a problem and a story that uh, you know we're all sort of in we're all sort of in it I, I remember listening to a statistic on the internet 
that said that half of the people in the United States by uh, 2030 will be obese. And I was just struck at just the universality of the problem of overweight and you know maintaining health here in the United States. It's just huge. It's, a, it's of a magnitude that's endemic. And I think that, you know, I see these um, obese models on the internet, you know, and there is beauty in the body and the voluptuousness and all that. And, and so I think whatever body that you're in and whatever habitus, there's, you know, there can be beauty and, um, and it's not about all getting skinny to look a certain, you know, look, look a certain way, but but the focus i think is on the health because people who are obese have a greater chance of heart issues and diabetes and i mean it's just common knowledge right that you're just not as healthy if you're obese and so you know it's it's kind of one of those things to honor and accept the body that you're in but also to recognize um, that there may be more health challenges um if you're, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself and feeding yourself, you know, in a balanced, healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we live in a culture where we're receiving a lot of messages from the media and messages from our friends and family uh, about, you know, what the best way to be in the world is. And there's a lot of these ideals, maybe even some false ideals that exist. And there's a lot of silence and secrecy also. People, you know, hiding what they do. And um, yeah, there, it, it really, we really need to work, and work it out uh, and figure out healthy ways to manage our behavior and uh, pursue, you know, the values that are important to us. Well, and I think with the pandemic, that's it's such a great opening and opportunity because we started to question, you know, the way that we've been living, the overworking, the many hours and looking to find more balance. Would you agree with mm -hmm. that? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a real opportunity to look at not just working yourself to death, but but creating balance, having time during the day to go work out or go for a run on the beach or a walk on the beach or, you know, and then, and it takes time to feed yourself well. We, we spend a lot of time in the kitchen. We spend a lot of time thinking about food and what we're going to eat and conversations about that. And so there needs to be, I think, consciousness and, and, investment of time, money, and energy in that direction. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, yeah. And yeah, and you, you put your, um, your finger on it, and that is investment. It's a very worthy, worthy investment of your time. Yeah. Uh, if, and if it can lead you to greater health and happiness, you know, it's worth that extra time and energy. Definitely, yeah, wonderful. Well, I um, I would just like to thank you so much for being so open and authentic and honest. And I mean, you just you're just amazing to me. You're just so amazing. You just um, 
that story of transformation is so inspiring to me because I'm all about transformation. But that is an is a really such a testament to your commitment to your health and well being. And I'm I'm just really grateful that you've shared it. And I'm just wondering if there's any other tips or final thoughts or anything that you would like to share with anybody who might be listening. Um, once again, that you know. Anything, anything else that comes to mind? Well, there's nothing in particular, but uh, I'm just grateful to be here uh, sharing this experience with you, uh, my love, and uh, happy to support and uh, sort of work with you as we sort of, uh, sort of unfold this advent, uh, adve- unfold with this adventure together. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Thank you, uh, all of you who are listening, and um, I'm wishing you a magical, musical, and healthy day. Namaste.